0: The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to
1: another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. What's up, Chrissy? What's up, Johnny Mag? Oh, nothing. I am so excited. Me too. This has been in the works for a, a while yeah. and then got sidetracked yeah. by a certain uncle, favorite uncle of ours. For
0: good reasons. <laughs> for
1: great reasons. <laughs> But we were just waiting to hear everything and getting the okay so nobody yeah. gets in trouble. Yeah. So, Claudia, what's up? Junior, what's happening? Daddy Dutch, Matt Pereira, what's going on? So before we even get into everything, gotta have a, uh, a moment here. Um, we're, we're a giant family. Everybody, for the, for the past you know four or five years, however long, We've we've been going on this and um we had some news this weekend. Um unfortunate news. Uh we all see Junior in uh in the chat and I know Randy will be here when uh when he gets a chance. But um both Junior and Randy uh lost their father oh. um late Saturday night, early Sunday morning and um yeah, it's uh, – Mrs. Salinas has been in the hospital for a while and um, unfortunately, you know, passed away. But, uh, you know, everybody, please, you know, give Randy and Junior, you know, and the entire Salinas family, uh, you know, keep them in your thoughts through this, uh, you know, through this tough time. Absolutely. Um
2: Absolutely.
1: You know, they, he was part of the barbecue team, you know, and just supportive of everything they've all done, all the kids. So, you know, please keep them in your thoughts and prayers through uh, through this tough time. And uh, boys, Randy Jr., you know, I've been talking with you, Jr. I just got off, just talked with, uh, with Randy a little while ago. Uh, I'm here for you any time of day. Um, Love you brother You know, keep your chin up El Jefe Smoke Lep, Darren Lucas Chef Johnny, we were just talking About you sir Gray, Uncle Steve, C-Mac But uh Yeah, let's get into it So today's show Brought to you by Chrissy
0: The number one best tasting shake on the planet That would be Uncle Steve's Shake Uncle Steve's Shake is handmade, hand-measured, hand-mixed, and hand-packed. Uncle Steve's Shake is made with the finest of ingredients and comes in 15 awesome flavors, including the new uh, CJ's West Coast Shake, Texas Cajun, and the new new All-American SPG, which is no sugar, no MSG, vegan, and keto-friendly. And if you like all that sort of stuff, then I guess that's the one for you. And don't forget Uncle Steve's Sauce with No Name... I ate some on the weekend. I'm telling you, that is good on everything. I can't even remember what it is I put it on, but I was shocked. Like, it changed the whole flavor again and it was just, it's Mm -hmm. just the best sauce. Just saying. No matter what you're eating, Uncle Steve has a shake for it or a sauce. If you have any questions, Uncle Steve has the greatest customer service because it's him. He'll help you with all your shake needs. Go to UncleStevesShake.com to order your shakes today. Also on that website, you're going to find some fantastic tips and recipes. You're going to be amazed at just how versatile these shakes are, folks. And while you're online, head on over to Facebook and join Uncle Steve's Shake Nation to stay up to date with all the latest creations made using Uncle Steve's Shake. Maybe even share some of your own. It's time to step up your backyard barbecue people and your competition barbecue game with Uncle Steve's Shake. Shake some on everything.
1: Also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today, I am smoking the United Cigar Pledge Firecracker. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two. Guysaguyz.com.
0: Today's show also brought to you by Magna Chef Gloves. Whether you're the family grill master or a professional pit master, quality tools make it easier for you to be your best at that grill. Longtime firefighter and founder of Magna Chef, Alan Fonte knows a thing or two about fire management. He designed the Magna Chef gloves and the Freedom Barbecue gloves for you to be able to get in and out of fast with the magnetic swivel plates. You can easily slip in and out of these gloves. They're going to keep your hands cool and allow you to cook and grill safely. No more getting Stuck in hot gloves. Depending on your glove preference, MagnaChef gives two fantastic options for you. The classic MagnaChef barbecue glove, made of food grade silicon, web fit for a firmer grip, dishwasher safe, one size fits all, and heat rated to 500 degrees Fahrenheit. And the Freedom Barbecue Gloves for a more traditional five-finger, flexible and pliable grip, 14-inch long cuff to protect your forearms, made of heat-resistant neoprene, heat rated up to 932 degrees Fahrenheit. These gloves help extend your time over that fire. Both styles of Chef gloves are great for barbecue and kitchen use. Head on over to MagnaChef.com today. That's M-A-G-N-E-Chef.com and order yourself both pairs today. And at the checkout, make sure you use the promo code FreedomLIVE. For 10% off your order. Magna Chef barbecue gloves, master the fire, freedom barbecue gloves, take a stand, free your hand.
1: Also brought to you by Custom Cutting Boards R Ian Hemming out of Magnolia, Texas is creating what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards. These boards take an absolute beating. Anything you can throw at him, these boards can handle. From the dishwasher board, which is your standard countertop board, to the absolutely massive 18 by 36 inch brisket board. And for the pizza lovers out there, got you covered too with the pizza board for that perfect even slice every time. UV protected, deep lip reservoir to catch all the juicy goodness. The rubber nubs on the bottom, so even on a wet surface, these boards will not slide on you. You will not accidentally, if you accidentally cut yourself, it's your own damn fault. These, it ain't from the board slipping. Trust me, I put it to the test in the pouring rain yeah. at the comp a couple weeks ago. Check them out at customcuttingboardsrs.com. That is the letter r us, dot com. Chapin, what's good? B&G, what's happening? Happy Place, what's going on, brother? <clears throat> so, let's get down to it. I'm excited. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this week's guest, uh, law enforcement officer, caterer, barbecue lover, barbecue enthusiast, and now... Out in the Open, Netflix Barbecue Showdown champion from the great state of Iowa, Big T himself, Brother Thyron Matthews. What's up, Big T? What's
2: up, brother? How you doing, Johnny? Thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, man. really thank
1: you. Oh, man. My pleasure. My pleasure. Like I said, this was, you've been on the list for a while and- I was trying to get yeah. your number from Uncle Steve a while ago, and he said, well, hold, pump the brakes for a minute. We got some information for you. <laughs> he goes, I'm like, all right, all right, all right. But um, so, Thyron, just in case anybody doesn't know you fully, obviously a lot of people now know you from the show, but, you know, we we met, you know, or introduced, we've never actually have met yet. Um, yes. Sir. Four or five years going on now, but through your TNT Barbecue and Catering uh, YouTube page, you know, tell us a little bit yes, about sir. yourself, what you do, and your barbecue journey, and how you got into everything. We love live, fire and smoking.
2: All right. My name is Tyron Matthews, a.k.a. Big T, Uh, I'm originally from a small town in Florida called Royal Florida. Uh, You know, I grew up on like a farm, a small farm where we raised our hogs. We had a couple cows at my granddaddy house. We farmed watermelon, cantaloupe, squash, and we did a lot of hunting. We did wild hog hunting, uh, pheasant hunting. You know, we're just country, you know, uh, country boys, just country. And, uh, you know, I had a good talent at football. And I got recruited to come up here to Iowa to play for the Upper Iowa University. And while I time at Upper Iowa University, I met my beautiful wife named Terry. And uh we hit it off. Love at first sight. And uh, you know, we started barbecuing to help raise money for churches. You know, we was going to this little small church, and it was me and a a guy from Corpus Christi named Tori. So me and Tori start Cooking, uh just anything to cook, you know. Uh especially with chicken quarters, because we were broke. So we used to cook like, (laughs) you know, chicken quarters, a case was like 12 bucks. So we'll get like three cases of chicken quarters thrown in this big old smoker. And uh when we got a slab of ribs, we were like floored, you know, because a slab of ribs at the time was four bucks. So we're like, oh my goodness, that's a sacrifice. Continuing on, Tori went back to Corpus Christi, Texas. My wife's name was Terry, so we kept with the TNT barbecue. Uh, Just doing a bunch of free events, helping people, cancer foundations, fundraisings for families. And one day we had to do a wedding, and the wedding was out of town, and we met a bridezilla. (laughs) And this bridezilla got me so upset. And got my family so upset, I decided then, you know, we didn't really have no kids, but I decided then that I'm just going to make it a business. Because if I'm going to be stressed out like this, we're going to have to get paid for it. Yes. So uh, that's when TNT started doing catering. And uh, through that time, uh, I, got to, I got bit by the competition bug in the early 2000s. And uh, started winning these backyard competitions. And then I did my first uh, Iowa Barbecue Society competition. Uh, swept it. You know, first place in brisket, first place in ribs, first place in chicken. And that's when I knew that I had the right stuff. And uh, at that time, I started uh, wanting to do a YouTube channel. And I had an inspiration person on youtube uh i think his name is uh hey boy hey girl uh uh oh, jr i think so oh
1: oh come on hey, boy yeah 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 i know exactly who you're talking about
2: it's jb yeah what well uh, he yes so, uh, hey, boy, hey girl! I used to just love that guy, still do, I miss him, so I was just like, "You know, I was telling my wife and my kids, I wanna try YouTube, so we got the church little iPad, and uh, we started just shooting youtube videos and and just basically, it was just something I could have to leave my kids a story about me, you know that's yeah. that was my basis on YouTube no financial no nothing it was just this is a story that i don't have of my father you know my dad was a great father but he didn't take pictures cuz we were poor yep <laughs> so i have opportunity to leave a to leave something that you can have for the rest of your life so i start leaving uh the YouTube videos, and during that time, I just more and more intrigued into barbecue and here I am, kind of down beautiful, beautiful you know,
1: it, you know and, and 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 that's that's beautiful of you know set up the, the the legacy for for the kids and you know grandchildren for yes. generations down the road, you know yes, sir, but you know we we all kind of have that same. You know, when we got started and, the, you know, whether we grew up in it or, you know, with our fathers or parents or grandparents, aunts, uncles, um, you know, the the tradition continues, which is
2: fantastic. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed.
1: So you got to catering after the bridezilla. <laughs> yes. And, you, and you've been rolling ever since. Now, you do. Yes, sir. Between the YouTube and, you know, now Facebook, I know you do a lot of lives when you're doing cooking on, on Facebook and things. Um, one thing, one video, whether it was YouTube or Facebook, that really got me was I want to say you were doing it for an, an event for a school. And you took yes, the loaded baked potato and <laughs> launched it into orbit. You had everything <laughs> now they were massive potatoes. So you know you know what I'm talking about. So yes, sir. What, yes, sir. what's the name of that particular dish, the ingredients and everything that go on this dish and How were you a crazy scientist and actually came up with it?
2: (laughs) So uh, my brother from another mother, his name is Rick. He's a YouTuber. I met him doing YouTube. His name is Meat Stall. He got a barbecue sauce called Meat Frosting. Mm -hmm. So one day we was just bouncing stuff off each other. And he said, man, why don't you try a loaded potato? And I say, well, my loaded potato got to be a true loaded potato. So we we put our heads together and I say, I got to get something almost two pound potato and we need butter. So we had the parquet, we had the SBG and then we had to pull chicken. We had to pull pork. We had the brisket. And then we're like, that's not enough. <laughs> we had the cheese then we had to put the beans on it. And then we needed a name. So my wife said, just put a real bone in it and we can name it after our alma model, the peacock strut, you know, (laughs) the peacock strut. So, so the feather was a rib sticking (laughs) up. So we call it the peacock strut. And then I topped it off with my mustard sauce. I have a mustard sauce called Royal Gold because it's from the small town called Royal, Florida. Yep. And then it's gold. It's a mustard sauce. So I named it the Royal Gold. So I went over it with the Royal Gold. And then I went over it with my uh, sauce I named after my dad, Bree. Mm-hmm. So we mixed that together. And that potato was a hit. And unfortunately, we had to charge 20 bucks for that potato. But <laughs> we sold out. We sold 40 potatoes in two hours. You yeah. know, it, I mean, plus everything else. Oh yeah, but but that you know not not for nothing. Twenty dollars
1: for that potato is one heck of a price, you know. That's worth every penny and then some, you know. You have literally you know, a barbecue platter on a baked potato. It's oh, <laughs>
2: the peacock strut, baby.
1: The peacock strut. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Oh, Ken Smith, what's happening? Dan Kimball. And and there's there's Daddy Dutch, good old Ricky Farmer. Absolutely.
2: Uh, Yes, sir. Uh. So here's the the story about me and my uh, vending business. You know, when I was younger and I wasn't an administrator at the sheriff's office, I was just a young officer at the uh, sheriff's office in the jail. Um, me and my wife wasn't working so we used to go to different events and i remember it being so expensive to eat so i vowed that i would not go be one of those you were gonna be able to come to my trailer and feed your family and we do something called intentional giving where we pick a family out of the crowd or families out of the crowd and we bless them with uh tickets and those tickets or for anything on the menu. Nothing limited. If you want a slab of ribs, as long as you get there before the ribs are out, we don't save nothing yeah, <laughs> yeah. now. If you want a smokehouse burger, you get what you want. Not You're not secondary to us. You're just as important as the person up there with a $100 bill. You're just important, and that's the reason why we have those tickets. Because we don't want to embarrass nobody. We don't want to Wave our hand and say, "Look what we're doing." We call that attentional giving, and we have that every single time we set up. We actually pray and ask God to send those people to our trailer so we can do that, you know. Or we walk around the festivals so we can hand those tickets out, and um, it's it's just been so amazing to do stuff like that. Like it's not about them; it really ain't. It's about how I feel inside, yeah. you know. It, 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 it's a natural high. You get like, that's my crack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's <laughs> wonderful. That's wonderful, T. Mad Max, what's yeah. going on, brother? Um, but yeah, the, the vending, the channels, the... W- what would you say is the most... I think you actually just answered it, but what's 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 probably the most important thing that you've gotten at a barbecue? Whether it's you know meeting people or being able to do what you do, you know what? So what would be the most like important? You know, even if it's a lesson learned, what's the most important, uh, best thing in, that's from you gotten at a barbecue?
2: the best thing I got a barbecue is put me in a position so I could be a help to other people and, and, and a blessing to other people and be a blessing to my family. Cause in order to bless somebody, you have to be blessed. You know, you can't squeeze, you can't squeeze juice out of a turnip. Mm-hmm. You have to have the juice in order to give juice. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. You, you know, so, uh, money is not everything, but but finance is something that you need to make these wheels move for people. So being an amazing fundraiser, that, I think that's what I get most out of barbecue that I can show up to an event, especially an event with, with a family that's uh dad has terminal cancer, you know, um, he's going to leave this world, go off and take him to heaven and I get the opportunity to, you know, at least leave something here for his family and help with burial or either help with bills or whatever the situation is and me and my wife come with that, that game plan, come with that uh, motivation that 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 uh rush and talk to the crowd and tell the crowd, hey, hey, we don't want nothing to jingle. We need everything that fold. I'm like that deacon that take up money in the church that bakes. <laughs> I'm <like laughs> a deacon <laughs> like, hey, yeah, hey, 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 hey. we take credit cards. We take <laughs> everything. Let us decide <laughs> uh, what's no. <enough. laughs> <laughs> you know, absolutely. And, and, and all they can do is tell me no, like. I know people that go to those fundraisers and I know they have money. And I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm kind of rude with it. Hey, man, I know what you do. Man, you better not put $20 in this bucket. You better put a $100 bill. And I got the camera in their face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, a little persuasion from time you know, to time. Uncle don't Steve, hurt. And Uncle Steve is so amazing. Like, yes. we did a cook for the dollars for scholars and uncle steve reached into his pockets and made a huge donation to a community that he don't even live in and that's here in owen iowa mm-hmm. he's sowing into america he's sowing into the youth of america and and that's why i love uncle steve you know uh, he's just an amazing guy but most of all his products are great you know, you could be an amazing guy, but have some goofy products. He's like, he's a good guy, but uh, I wouldn't put a season on nothing. <laughs> but no, Uncle Steve, his product matches his heart. It and does. He puts his heart into his product, and 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 that's why I'm like, man, he's a huge, he's a, I'm a huge fan of Uncle Steve. Yeah. You know, uh, and and all the guys on YouTube. Oh yeah, you know, but
1: uh, Uncle Steve, he yeah. you know, in the all all you have to do is ask and it's done with him. You know, Amen. especially when it, when you know when it comes to charity events we've had, you know, hey, we're running this and it's you know, it's for this this this, this. you know, can uh, you know, he goes, "What do you need?" "What do you need and That's how much?" Right and it's like yes. and he and and it's taken care of it's done in a blink of an eye yes. and you know um did this is good cuz this this lines right up he when i was talking with him he goes hey call him out a little bit i'm like all right i will um <laughs> you and i have something in common with uncle steve okay. himself of all right. um Going out to going out to eat with Uncle Steve at a certain location <laughs> called Lopez.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well, everything was amazing with Uncle Steve but the bridge. <laughs> I'm a bridge person. I don't like bridges. Yeah. I don't like bridges. I don't like mountains. <laughs> so that place was amazing. Yeah, I got the uh, I, I got the fajitas. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's the, the best. Yeah, it's
1: you know, Tex Mex. It was, it's awesome. Um, because we had gone down last October when I drove down to Texas to pick up my new pet, and uh, we stayed a couple days with Uncle Steve in Houston. And then we all went to yes. pick the potty, pick up the pit, and uh, and he's like, "Come on, we're, go- we're going to lunch. We're we going." And he goes, "Lopez." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, I'm in," because I know that all the boys had he took all the boys down there the year before at the yes. when they all came into town for the rodeo, and <laughs> oh, it was phenomenal. Everything about it.
2: Oh he, my! Goodness. You know,
1: it was so delicious. And then we all went back. This year, um, when we went down for the rodeo, and this is where the call-out part comes. So, you know, forgive me. Don't, you know. But Uncle Steve said, you know, that you had mentioned something about coming down. To the uh, the Houston Livestock and Rodeo. So, will we be seeing you there this February?
2: I just to say, in February, all we got is white sandy beaches all over Iowa. Yes, it's the coldest and the shortest month of the year. Of course, I'm gonna be in Houston. Texas. Yes, brother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Is the Lord's willing, I'll be there or be square.
1: Hell yeah. And and I'm pretty yeah, sure that there'll be Lopez on Wednesday evening. <laughs>
2: wow! Uh, maybe me and Kent uh, try to hook up and yeah. drive down there or something. You know, I put that F350 on the road. Hell yeah, brother!
1: <laughs> yeah, we we yes, had, Yeah, it it was a time. You know, I've been I was trying to, for the past couple of years to get down there, and life just kept getting in, in the way, in the way. And then yeah. it literally fell in the lap, literally last minute. It might have been, shoot, a, 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 maybe three weeks before. So maybe the end of January, beginning of February, I, it was, I was able to pull it off. So we, you know, wow. made it happen and got down there. And what a time. What an event. That Houston Livestock yeah. mm-hmm. and Rodeo is no joke. It is a completely different animal than any other barbecue competition any of us have been to, competed at, seen on TV. It is wild. It's, it's a small city. Oh, my goodness. You know, 250-plus yes. teams, Champions Row, every wow. all private tents and parties going on. And oh my goodness! It is wild. It, it, it took up the entire parking lot of the uh, the Houston Texans uh, football stadium. You know that's how wow. massive the I can't place wait is. To be there. Uh, it, it, T, it is wow. wild. But
2: speaking, yes. oh, Uncle Steve uh, drove us by there.
1: Yeah, yeah. That yeah, you can see it from the highway. That entire air. That entire parking lot area. All the way around the stadium is the cook off itself. It is insane. Wow. It's insane. Wow. But speaking of competitions, let's get into yes, the Netflix barbecue showdown. How did you get wow. involved in the show? And what was your experience, I suppose, you know, if you want to call it the, the try-out process that led to getting okay. on the show?
2: So my wife was one of those persons like, you need to go on a TV show. And I'm like, honey, I don't want to fill out no more paperwork. You know, when I get home... I just want to chill. So my wife like, you're gonna sit down here, you're gonna fill out this application. And you went. <laughs> so we yes, filled out the ma'am. application. <laughs> we filled out the application and we did a couple of Zoom calls, Zoom meetings. Yeah. And in the Zoom meetings, I just pretended I was on live, you know. I get that live voice going on, you mm-hmm. know, uh just being myself, you know, nobody else, being myself. I was nervous the first time I had to talk to somebody it's just the butterflies. And then I guess the third time I was just, you know, and then it went dead for, you know, a little while. And, uh, you know, finally I got the call, you know, to be on the show, you know? So, uh, once I got the call, you know, I was just like, okay. You know, I still was thinking, why do they want me? You know, you know why me? You know it just is what it is. You know I just mm-hmm. you know even up till the first episode, I was like, why me? You know, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was just one of those. Th- it was one of those things. Like you know, there's so many great cooks on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You know, why they want this old country boy that just. You know, a weekend warrior when it comes to barbecue, you know, I, I I like doing my lives. I like cooking, you know, 100 slabs of ribs. I like cooking uh, 300 pounds of pork butter every week. I like cooking. I like the big cooks. You know, that's what I like doing. You know, I like doing the big cooks. I don't like cooking four slabs of ribs. You know, uh, like I said at the beginning, we used to cook 12, I mean, not 12, but four cases of chicken quarters because it was $12 a case. But that's just what we like doing. I like cooking and feeding people. Nice. So the competition
1: itself was wild. You know, I watched season one and I fell in love with it. And so I was super excited when I found out you were going to be on season two. And they run you through the gauntlet. They really do. And my first question is. What is the feeling like to – obviously, you had it on day one. So you at the end of it, you sit down, you present your challenge and everything you cooked. What's it like to mm-hmm. sit there in front of Kevin Bledsoe and Melissa Cookston, two OG barbecue gangsters, <laughs> and to have oh them – co- you know, given their opinion of what you do, is, you know, is it a trembling moment to watch them take every single bite and then to hear what they have to
2: say? Well, here's it. you know, people say you got butterflies in your stomach. I had buzzards. I had (laughs) had hawks. (laughs) 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 And the thing about it, the thing about it is, when I presented my food, I was just like, you know, okay. You know, this was so hard. Like it was so hard to, I was just like, whatever happens happens. Yeah. Like I made this far, you know, but I don't want to go home. But whatever happens happens because it's like, put me out my misery. Right behind the ear, you yeah. know, kind of thing, because it was like the trench, it was it was just such a different style of cooking because it was chaos. Yeah. It was like you had to cook the biscuits, my biscuits burned. Uh, my chicken wasn't cooking. My uh my beef ribs, I, I thank God for beef ribs. <laughs> 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 thank God. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that's the only thing that day that challenge that went right for me, those beef ribs. Yeah. And my mop sauce. The mop sauce and the beef ribs were the only thing and the chicken bounced back, you know. Yeah. But it wasn't part of the when they give it to you, you have no idea what you're getting. Yeah. Or what the challenge is. So when I started doing this. It was just like make it up as you go. And it was just so hard to balance everything. But I had to I had to fight within myself. It was a competition within yourself. It's nothing with no those guys that we compete against are so amazing. Yeah. Like they're heavy hitters. Like they Joy Victorian. Yeah. Uh uh all those guys, uh Logan. Eduardo, Michelle, Money, Michelle, Mr. Lila, Cindy, John Boyd. I mean, them guys were there to win. Oh, so yeah. It wasn't a competition. It was just a competition within yourself because that trench was the bearer. And I didn't have to beat them guys. I just had to, I mean, I had to beat the trench. I just had to outrun everybody else, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and like
1: you said, the trench, but, you know, it was this giant. If if you haven't watched this show, what the hell are you waiting for? You know, but it's a, it was giant outdoor live fire space. There was pits. There was cinder blocks. There was, you know, a gazebo frame, if you will, or a pop-up tent oh. frame for hanging stuff over live fire, there was, you know, clay spots where you actually had to cook. There was the surf and turf challenge where you had to take one of the proteins, cook above ground, and your other protein you had to cook underground, you you know, and figure (laughs) all that out.
2: What was running through your head with that stuff? Oh my goodness. It was like, what in the heck did I get myself into? (laughs) You know, (laughs) give me a reverse flow smoker. Give me a Weber Kettle grill, you know, (laughs) but it was one of those things that you had to adapt and overcome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, thank God for, you know, just watching all types of YouTubers. Yeah. I may not be interested in open fire cooking at the time, now I'm a huge fan. I got the utmost respect for open fire cooking, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> but on social media, I always paid attention to everybody. Like Greg from Ballistic Barbecue, mm-hmm. he does he does some Santa Maria style cooking. Uh, T. Roy cooks. He does some open fire cooking. So I kind of watch those guys. And when you watch a, a YouTuber. You study everything even though you're not learning. So I had to fall back on some stuff that I seen on YouTube to kind of even to understand what I was cooking. Because you went into the meat locker, it was food there that I never heard of before. Like I think I cooked Branzino. Yeah. Italian Italian sea bass. I'm from Iowa. What the hell is an Italian sea bass? <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh. So, so with that being said, I had to really depend on University of YouTube, University of Food Network database in my brain to figure things out and to rise above because basic. Pork, basic chicken, basic style of cooking. It just wasn't that. This was totally out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. Now,
1: what YouTube channel or Food Network TV show taught you how to cook on a freezer?
2: Oh, no. (laughs) That,
1: That... Holy shit, I saw that, T. I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. On a freezer, a deep freezer, you cooked on a deep freezer. They took all the smokers it. and just put stuff out there. There was a freezer. There was a dryer. There was a file cabinet. There was. You had to make a yes. smoker out of it and cook your challenge on that. But oh man, you were, and you were the first one. This is up my alley. Yes. Let's yes. go. You know, but that shows, that shows, you know, your knowledge, your understanding of smoking and fi- cooking with fire, of what you needed, you know, be like the, the diffuser plate. And you were even explaining it to the yeah. other contestants. Well, you put your coals and your fire here, and then you have this is the diffuser yeah. plate, and everything sits on top, and you go, you go, you go. But yeah, that one was wild, because everyone's like, what's he cooking yes. on? I go, he's cooking on a deep freezer, <laughs> you know? And then when you had the, 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 the vents on the bottom, you know, you, you were stuffing yes. it with... um with with tinfoil to control the airflow. And even Kevin Bledsoe, had the uh, the other host was asking, What's he doing? He goes, he's stuffing that to block yes. airflow, to control his temperatures, you know, and it was great
2: to see that. So Hey that hey, that was Pope people cooking. Po' pofo. Oh, when yeah, brother. Up, <laughs> when I grew up in rural Florida, nothing went to waste. No. Nope. That was yeah. my first Contraption cooking on was a deep freezer. So you already had it in your mind, bro. It was like God smiled on me. Like that was my Weber kettle grill.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome, T. So T, we're up against the time here, but I got one last question. Yes, sir. What went through your head and your body and your soul when Kevin and Melissa are standing in front of you and Kevin says, Tyron, you are the barbecue showdown champion. You almost collapsed on video on the on the watching it. You your knees buckled. You you dropped a little yes. bit and Logan caught you.
2: Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Just to see myself and at the time go through that trial. I mean, it was it was ups and downs, changes and turnarounds. It was a competitive battle within myself. And you had all those great contestants that is battling with you that you would develop a relationship with and you had to control your emotions. Cause when they were sad, you were sad. When they was happy, you were happy. So all that plus, you know, Logan is such an amazing guy. Like when they said I won, it was like, you know, I was like, Oh my goodness. You know, but it wasn't like Logan lost. It was like I survived. Yeah, I survived. You know, that, it was like a relief. Like I made it. I survived. I'm good enough. You know, and it was like a, a relief, and it was a thank you. And, and 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 uh, to be honest with you, I was just happy that I was still standing. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, because. I wanted to jump up and shout and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I wanted to be excited, but my body was like, try that. Try <laughs> to watch what happens. <laughs> you will go you. to the hospital today. <laughs> 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 I dare you. Uh, the more you mess around, the more you find out, boy. <laughs> try me. <laughs> hell yeah, bro. So <laughs> with that being said, man, it was an amazing feeling. It was proud. It was, it was just it was it was really like I made it, and if I can just describe it, it was just my wife. It was a wedding day. It was a uh, giving birth to the kids kind of situation. Okay, it was one of those emotions that is like it, it was the imami emotion, like the, like the word imami. You just can't explain it yeah yeah you know a taste it was a mommy emotion it's hard to explain the emotion but it was it was just such a relief and it was it was just like i made it to the finish line beautiful and and, and and not even i made it to the finish line it was like we made it to the finish line my wife my family my friends my youtube brothers and sisters we made it to the finish line. Uh, we made it to the finish line. It, it was like that because that's the way it took everything I had, every trick, every trade, every YouTube video, everything I had, I left it in the trench. Not on the field, but I left it in the in trench. trench. I Not... left it to the hall, in the trench. I left it to the trench. Awesome. And And uh, when they said that, it was worth it.
1: Beautiful, brother. It was worth it. Beautiful. Uh, where can everybody yeah. find you on social media? Um, I know you have a line, your, your rubs and your sauces. You know, where can everybody go to find those?
2: So you could go to www.firingmatthews.com. You could get the the Royal Gold. You could get the muffin sauce. You get sweet and spicy muffin sauce. You get Granddaddy's Pecan Rub. Grum, uh mama's pal hot and spicy mopping sauce. And then you can go to TikTok, uh, Thyron Matthews TikTok. And you can go to Thyron Matthews on Instagram, I G. And then YouTube, Thyron Matthews. Right. Guys, please follow, su- subscribe to all the social medias because uh I I truly am blessed could be around amazing people and if i can't uplift everybody god wouldn't have put me here so that was my main goal to uplift everybody beautiful brother beautiful t thank yeah.
1: you so much for taking the time man i appreciate it brother and once again congratulations you you you, you you entered and you conquered the trench and thank you brother (laughs) hold that champion tag up proud son so yes hang on one second i'm gonna close this out i'll jump right back in with you yes awesome chrissy Like I said, I've been, you know, I've known I've known Tyron four or five years now through you, uh, our YouTube family, Mm. and he he does great stuff, truly genuine. What you see is what you get, yeah. The passion, the knowledge, everything, you know, there's there's nothing, it's not fake, you're not hiding nothing. That's T, and just a genuine, wonderful family man who. Just loves life. Just loves it all. But, yeah, guys, check that out. Dave LaConte, it's on Netflix, the Barbecue Showdown. So I don't know how, obviously, you need Netflix to get it. I don't think there's any external links to get you there. But, well, that's it for this week, folks. i would like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And notification bell. You have all the episodes right at your fingertips. Find all the social media links listed down below. Questions or comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. And until next week, keep the smoke rolling.